What's going on? Welcome to the No Manga Podcast, a weekly show about all things skateboarding. And my name is Rick Beta. You can hit me up on social media at Rick Beta. That's R I C K B A T A, or via email, no manga podcast at gmail.com. Let me know what, what wheels you're riding at the moment. I just changed mine, 51 millimeter Spitfires, and I love them. So let me know if you are riding the same old, same old. If you just refreshed it a little bit, let me know what you're riding. So starting off with the latest from Jenkum, we all know they've been cranking out you know quality content for like so long, and seeing Brandon Turner and Brandon Novak skating around New York City did not disappoint. I saw that. I was like, yes, please, sign me up. But if there's actually one thing I have to complain about this video is that the it's the length of the video. I wanted more. Very rarely in skate videos these days, like you say, I want more. Normally it's like you look at the time, you're like, okay, I just wanted this, want this to be done with. No, I wanted more. I wanted at least six minutes more. That would have been perfect. It'd been about just under, what, 13 minutes? Or even better yet, can we just make this into a weekly or monthly series? I'll go with you to the pitch. You know, we can try, we can pitch to Netflix, Hulu, HBO. Someone would pick it up. It could be as big as Ted Lasso. No joke. You could have, you know, the Brandons rolling around towns across the world, you know, touring and sending positive vibes to all the locals. That We have something here, guys. So needless to say, I, I did not want this one to end. And I have to be honest, though, I didn't expect, like, my heart rate to, like, get pumping only 14 seconds in. If those of you who've seen it and know what I'm talking about, that moment when Novak escaped death again, did you see the size of that USPS truck? Are you kidding me? It was bigger than him. I know he's been on record stating that at this point he's just on borrowed time, but I didn't expect to almost see him get clipped like for good <laughs> in New York City. Like, wow, that's just okay, that's it. So take it easy, Brandon. Maybe look left or right or, or have the other Brandon spot for you next time. Just looking out for you. That was that was way too close for comfort. Glad the dude honked, but it didn't phase you, but still. That clip almost gave me a panic attack like, damn okay is this how it's gonna be is this how it's gonna be jenkum so speaking of the other brandon though he did mention something that was a little alarming he said that he got his christmas complete you know quote unquote to use for this video because he lost his board as usual is what he said i was like whoa 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 bt we need to talk dude by as usual do you mean Every time you go out to skate or just when you go on a trip, you know, what did the, 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 the airline lose it? Does it happen so much that we should get you some help? This is a serious question. And I know Novak is very good at helping addicts and alcoholics, but maybe after this, they should address Brandon's problem with losing boards. How does this happen so much that it becomes, quote, as usual? Have you guys lost a board recently? <laughs> I haven't. I know exactly. They're right behind me right here. And if I don't have it, it's in my car. I mean, maybe I, don't, I, don't, I, mean I know I don't travel as much as Brandon, but uh, these are the questions that I'd love to know, Ian. Okay. Can we do, actually, can we do a follow-up video and find out? We can call it the Brandon Novak and Brandon Turner look for Brandon's lost boards. You know, something like that. Lost my board as usual. He seems pissed about it, too, or kind of just... Nonchalant. Like, yeah, lost my board as usual. But that's a scary thing to hear. And I bet it's even scarier to say, right? And it's a good thing that he's sponsored. Gotta say that. 
I sure hope that BT can turn this around, though. Okay? You know, I know you've got this, man. I don't know if you own any Apple products or maybe have an iPhone. But maybe you can get a couple of those. Uh, they're called Apple Tags or something like that, you know? And that way, when you guys do that follow-up video, you can just roll around town looking for, like, your board. Or, I mean, your boards. That would be entertaining, right? And maybe you can even get, like, Apple to sponsor the project, you know, kind of help fund it. So that's my pitch, Ian. No need to toss money my way. I'm seriously, I'm holding my hand up right in it. No, I, really. Just give me a shout in the credits or something. You are welcome. But back to this video. I think there was also a missed opportunity. Well, unless they plan on doing, like, releasing the raw footage. To see Brandon attempting that back three. Now it's Brandon Novak attempting that back three for an hour, as he said. No need to show all the attempts. But maybe just, like, a couple. Maybe one, you know. Because as he said, he was battling that thing for an hour. It would have been nice to see, like, a few attempts. You know, just a few. Only because we got to see BT's attempts. And that was gnarly. And I can understand why. I was like, are you kidding me, Brandon? And if you've listened to this show for a little while, you know how I feel about Brandon Turner's laugh. I mean, it's the best in the game, period. Don't at me, right? I said this before. The best laugh out there in skateboarding. Brandon Turner. And you know I was tuning in just to get a dose of that. Dose of that too. And, and we did. We got it. One of the greatest chuckles in skateboarding. And you don't believe me? Go hear it for yourself. Minute 23. Another thing I've mentioned too before is how awkward it is to do tricks while holding something. And this is anything from shirts, books, beers, backpacks. In this case, it was a water bottle. So Brandon was just kind of showing off at this point, right? Starting at a minute 28, dude went from straight left hand to right hand to ollie. Yeah, he was just showing off, you know, got to keep that balance, you know, because, you know, that probably, what, eight ounces of water left in that thing? Eight ounces of water in either direction would definitely throw me off. That's no joke. So much respect, Brandon. Dude. And then they ended up at the courthouse, you know, and this is, I know for sure, I'm just speaking to myself here. This is one of those spots where you probably think you could just roll up, do some tricks, you know, on or off or around it. But when you get there, you realize, like, it's way gnarlier than you thought. You're like, oh, hell no. No, I'm good. Maybe I'll, I'll roll off that bad boy. And even then, that roll off is pretty wicked, pretty gnarly. Switch or not. And like I said, that was at least how I'd feel rolling up that spot. But he just rolled up, did his thing. And he even had, like, common folk just kind of cheering him on. You know, just the, the normies. They're all like, yeah, they got their cameras out. They're like, what the heck is going on? All for that gnarly backflip. That was crazy. Especially at that spot, you know. And as I put in my notes here too, what was the deal with the couple spinning around at a 310? You know, you're trying to steal Brandon's thunder? Don't you know the dude broke both of his legs before and made a comeback? And here you are trying to spin around on cement to get our attention, you know. Or get his attention, distract him. It did kind of leave us on a cliffhanger though. Uh, uh, Alexis, I think you edited, edited this video. Did that girl fall to the ground? If you happen here, if someone knows, Alexis, can you can you reach out to her and ask, do, do we know what happened? Because you guys cut that right at a peak moment when it looked like she was falling to the ground. So if not, it just looks like it. So maybe they maybe they did have to edit that out because she got wrecked. You know what I mean? Hmm. Guess we will never know. We'll also never know, spoiler alert, when and if he's going to go back to that spot with, you know, a new fresh Christmas complete. 
because he lost the board again, you know, after, you know, breaking his loner about halfway through to get the make. Will we ever hear or see or hear him going back to that make? He said he was open to it, but when? Is it already on film? Did they get it? I just kept thinking they were going to go, like, get a new deck, slap some new grip on it, get a clean make. Nope, not this time around. That, That wasn't the plan for this. But I can't wait to see him go back and roll away, like, clean from that one. Such an insane trick. And doing it at that spot is ridiculous. Oh, and how big of a Novak fan do you think that dude at 452 is? I mean, he really wanted that high five, right? He was leaning in and everything. And he had to he had to turn to his friends and explain his actions after that. Like, that was an epic fail, right? You know, just left hanging, dude. He was probably like, what? Well, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to high five him. I was, I was stretching, you know? Trying to air out my armpit a bit. I don't even know who that guy is. I don't know which who that guy was. He in Jackass. I don't know, but that was pretty funny. He just got straight denied. So, but then again, what do you expect? You can't get a high five from a skater that's in the zone. This isn't some like shop demo. He's rolling around the streets trying not to get killed by. Well, assume he's trying not to get killed by cars. Leave Brandon alone. Your luck even performs for you bastards. Leave Brandon alone. I loved what he had to say about Bam, though. We all knew it was coming up. It was, it, 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 like, it was kind of like when I was, wait for it, wait for it. Yeah, you know, and you know that question's coming or a comment or something. And he handled it like he would, like a pro, with honesty and grace. You know, and what he said about Bam and also how it he saved his life. Bam saved his life was a nice reminder to us all, of course. But it was very cool to hear that he is willing and ready to reciprocate what Bam did for him. But it's out of his hands at the moment. It has to be on Bam's time. He's already said they've done all they can do. And you've heard me say it on this podcast before. I'm rooting for the guy. Not just as a skateboarder on a skateboarding level, but on a human level. He's a father now, so there's that reason as well. But on a basic human level, it's tough to see anyone go through that. I mean, it's so rough. Tragic. Tough. However you want to describe it. It's not easy. Anyone who enjoys seeing that, I don't know. you got to check yourself. Because we all have someone in our friends, you know, our family or circle of friends that is struggling like that. And it sucks. Sometimes you feel helpless and hopeless. Other times you're like, okay, maybe maybe this person will turn it around. But all we can do is kind of pray or send the positive vibes. And hopefully that he or she will eventually see the light. And that was kind of what he summed it up by saying, you know. And be sure to stick around after the credits, too. And try not to miss because there's a hotline. And a website that they had created for mental health and substance abuse. So grab a pen and paper and write this down. 858-249-9033. Once again, 858-249-9033. Or you can visit healthyliferecovery.com or banyaheartland.com as well. Those were the sites and phone number listed on this video and it's at the very end, so I'll mention it in case you happen to miss it. Use it. Share it. Don't ever feel embarrassed if you need to reach out for help. I'm being serious now. We're all going through something. You are not alone. You know, as they said, help is always on the way or at least a phone call away. Know that, okay? Please, please know that. And much respect to Brandon and Brandon. But this was, you know, six minutes and 56 seconds of my time well spent. And as I said earlier, my only complaint I just wish it was longer. It was that good. 
Very good stuff. Next up is something we've all known was coming, but most likely a lot of us we're not ready for. I bet you can guess. That's right. The series finale of Jeff Grosso's Love Letter series. That was it. The final one. Now, this is one that just by reading and saying the title alone brings up a wave of emotions, right? It's one that makes your stomach feel a little uneasy. Not sure how you want to, you're going into this, what to expect. All I know is that going into this, it wasn't a matter of if I cried, but only a matter of when. Okay, keep that in mind. So I made sure to watch this, you know, at the right time, you know, right location, environment, house. This one had to be special, not just sitting here on my phone. You know, it had to be special. And sure enough, I was right. It only took 21 seconds to start getting all the feels. 21 seconds. You have to pause it right then and there. Or watch the clip at 21 seconds if you haven't seen it yet. Go watch it. Come back if you haven't seen it. Or take a mental note. Did you see that push? Do you see that? That's what's up. Oliver has been working on it. Looks like just a little. He's not there yet. He still pushes Mongo for the most part. But that push. I know he's got this. It was good. I'm like, wait, what? It was so amazing. I had to kind of do a pause rewind. I was like, wait, what? Did I just see that? Did I just see what I thought I saw? Yes, I did. So that was awesome. I'm not going to get my hopes up, but it was cool to see. I'm like, okay, he's got this. And Oliver's intro was amazing. I mean, the, the kid is a natural on camera. He handles being on camera very well. I mean, yeah, he's still kind of shy, but he he handles it so well. And, and he's got a great, like, he's got a great sense of humor already on camera. So that's, that's just a win-win. And it's going to be a benefit to him and us down the road. But spoiler alert, you are going to need some tissue starting about a minute 38. So for me, it was 21 seconds, starting to get a little emotional, get the little sniffles, get the feels. And then around a minute 38, when he introduces John Lucero, I just, I st- it was around this time I started looking around for my kids, maybe holding some knives, chopping onions or something. But I, I was wrong. But no tears are flowing yet. Okay? It's not that this is a contest. Not yet. But just the way that John, he took that comment in and the look on his face. I was like, wow, dude. How, for one, it was what a powerful moment in time. And two, it was like, how in the hell did John not cry like a baby there? (laughs) Dude is strong. Such a strong individual. I was like, damn. Hearing that and just, you know, just to be, to be inside his brain at that moment, just to hear what's going on in his mind would have been amazing. And I loved how they showed it was that still photo of that Madonna at 2.37. The whole zoom out, the slow zoom out to expose the full image. What an amazing pick. And I'm pretty sure I've seen that one before, but I love the way they presented it. And, you know, that that's one that needs to be on my wall. So I need to find a copy or the original photographer and, and get that one. So note to self on that. And then I was reminded that Jeff and I did have something in common. It was very cool to see and hear this. I, too, saw Jaws way too young, and therefore I don't surf as well. So I feel the same way. I, nah, I mean, I can't really swim anyway. You know, I just splash around like a wet beaver. But I definitely don't do much in, like, open water and oceans. I prefer pools where I can see underneath me. You know, just I, other than that, I'm just like, nope, I'm good. I'll be over here. Yeah. 
getting sunburnt stuff, you know. But this final episode was everything I'd expected and hoped for. It was so entertaining. And it was great hearing like more stories about Jeff and seeing so many more video clips and, and still pictures that I hadn't seen before or maybe hadn't seen in a while. The Grasso fan art submissions were very cool to see as well. You see all the amazing work that was presented? That was like a couple minutes worth, right? In fact, even one of the listeners of this podcast made it in the video. You've heard me mention his name before. So awesome work, Grumpy J. Yes, Grumpy J. When I saw it, I was like, I've never met him in person, but I know that guy. I know that guy. It's very cool to see. Great job, Jay. And I bet it was amazing to see your work in that episode. Think about that. Maybe it hasn't sunk in for you yet, Jay. I'm talking to you now. An episode that will live on forever that was dedicated to Jeff Grosso, and your art is on there. Think about that. That's very cool. Very, 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 very cool. And great job to all of the the fans of Jeff Grosso who submitted. There's some good stuff in there. I mean, like I said, it's a minute or two of just a montage of cool clips. So check it out. This episode definitely got me thinking too and reflecting. And it was great hearing some of my favorite quotes from him. And he, he was indeed one of a kind. We all know that. And it sucks that I always have to say this after the fact. But he, too, was someone I had hoped to meet one day and kind of chat with. Much like when Phelps died, I said the same thing. And I wouldn't have wanted any cameras around. I wouldn't have wanted it to be a podcast. No joke. No video. Nothing. I wouldn't have put on YouTube. Just me and Jeff. Two dudes. No gadgets. Just chatting it up. That was a, that was a dream of mine. That was something I had hoped to do. But now it'll never happen. It's fine. Who knows? Maybe down the road, you know, I can talk to Oliver, you know? Hear some of his stories. But even that, I, that's something that I, I just want off the record. Just just talk. Let's just talk. Let's just take in this moment. I'm sure he would have been cool with that too. Now, I know what you're thinking too. You're like, Rick hasn't mentioned anything about crying yet. It's been a while. You are correct. I haven't mentioned it because it hasn't happened yet. And it was close when the episode first started. And then I thought it was in the clear. I'm like, oh, cool. Whew. Rode that wave of emotions. And not that I was trying to be some tough guy or anything and not shed a tear. That's never the case. I was just trying to stay strong for Oliver. <laughs> I didn't want to have Oliver see me crying. And just when I thought I had made it, he had to come on screen and chime in with his last words about Dad. So it was right around 32.23 to be exact. And it's already, it's already difficult for me to talk about this. That's when the, the eye faucets started. They turned on. They were kind of on at, at medium. You know, I lost it. Gone. Just the fact that at his age, how old is he, by the way? Anyway, doesn't matter. To have that mindset and appreciation, the gratitude for the time he had with his father is so damn amazing. And they had to cut, of course, to a, a clip of, you know, Jeff holding him. And right after he was talking about it. So he said, quote, I am so grateful for him to be my dad. Onions. Chopped onions, man. Such a beautiful statement, what he said. That that was that was a, a gut punch. Uh, uh, I just lost it. But don't get me wrong, though. Amongst the tears, there was laughter, too. Only because if you listened last week, you probably remember me mentioning boom mics popping into the screens for movies and documentaries. And sure enough, around 3229, there you go. 
The universe said, how's this one, Rick? <laughs> one moment I'm sniffling and wiping my nose, you know, wiping tears. And the next I'm cracking up at the microphone, poking in from the top of the screen. <laughs> I believe the mic was there all along, you know, poking in from all over, from the top, down, around, side, whatever. But I was so zoned into the episode, I didn't even notice it until I was kind of broken down. I was breaking down. I'll never forget that moment. That was hilarious. I was like, did you do that, Jeff? If so, I appreciate it. It was perfect timing, too. And RIP Grasso. And finally, I've been checking out the Red Bull Solace 2021 event. You know, thanks, Scott, for the reminder slash nudge. So I, I did start watching that. But because I didn't watch the first one last year, I mean, I think maybe I was just grumpy from the pandemic, you know, or whatever was going on. Of course, you well know what a year ago was like. But this definitely checks off all of my a lot, like a lot of the boxes that I like. You know, raw footage, no music, just pure skating, like trial and error at its best. You get to kind of get in the brain, the mind of the skaters. So it was cool that, to have that. So I might have to circle back and watch the first one. But regarding the current 2021 event. Do we know when it ends? I just keep seeing like new riders pop up each day. I mean, is there a schedule, a roadmap? Am I missing something here? Can someone, you know, enlighten me, please? However, after seeing what Felipe Gustavo did today, I can call this one done. No offense to anyone else who has an entry. The con this this contest is over. Thanks for coming. Be sure to tip your wait staff on the way out. This one is over. Yeah. Damn, Felipe, why'd you have to do Jamie Foy like that? Foy destroyed, but it was short-lived. <laughs> Don't get mad at me, Jamie. It's not your fault. Felipe snatched it right from your hands. And as far as the female riders, I have Susie Heath on top. She was able to put together the best run out of the current three. Nora's was entertaining. That's all I put in my notes here. She was entertaining. She's, she wasn't... It was just wasn't clicking for her. She wasn't feeling the vibe, but she had fun. She got a little crazy, got a little quirky, got a little weird. It was all about her personality for her run, and that's fine. I liked it. It was entertaining because she's like, well, if I'm not going to get my tricks, i got to at least make it entertaining. But I'm assuming there's gonna, there, are, there will be more riders, right? Well, at least, like I said, for the women's event. The men's is done, so we can move on from that. Y'all can go ahead and save those entries, as I said, for for next week so congrats to felipe gustavo on the win man that was amazing felipe came out of nowhere but i liked tanner's run his was pretty awesome cj always kills it so if you haven't seen it yet go back and at least watch that watch them all but because i love watching cj skate anyway he kills it and clive dixon he wins for the most intense thumbnail pick when you're looking at the videos like look at his thumbnail i'm trying to think of what he reminds me of it's like a Either a wrestler or like a video game villain or like something from a Bond movie. You know, it just is something. He just looks so intense. So let me know. Are you watching this event? And as I said earlier, do, I mean, do they let us know the riders in advance? Like how many are in total? So as I said, I dig it. And I'll go back and watch last year's event. But maybe they'll explain that in last year's video. Maybe I need to be like, yeah, Rick, go watch last season's, dude. They'll tell you what's going on. It's going to be so many riders and it's a blah, 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 blah. But either way, I hope, I really hope they keep these going because I'm digging them so far. So let me know your thoughts on it. And that's all I've got for this week. Thanks for tuning in and I will talk to you next Wednesday. I love you guys. Oh, and quick reminder, 
If you haven't done so yet, write this number down, 858-249-9033. Don't forget it. See you guys. Ha, 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 ha.